Hey, hey, welcome to the Tour 12 Podcast. This is Cody. Cody, the producer man. <laughs> Heath always says, you are privileged because I have in the office with me to today the front man. <laughs> Headliner, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the one and only Jay Heath Graham from the Fake Live Tour Band. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much. <laughs> what are you, Elvis? <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> oh, this is awesome. We've learned, Cody, that the guitar in the office is a bad, bad You move. said, hold on. You said, thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> that did. Yeah, it was kind of like Elvis. Wasn't That's it? what he said. Thank you, thank you very much. I think. I don't know. Yeah, so um, we should probably talk about distractions today, <laughs> but we won't. But we could because the guitar is a bad distraction. The guitar is here, though. Why is the guitar even here? Because <laughs> <laughs> it's led to some great potential promising things okay so let's just let's just get to it three hours ago something big happened for well maybe oh yeah one, yeah so like you're you're waiting for a hundred percent i'm like dude it's in front of you're some, anticipating it coming i am i'm anticipating <laughs> it coming so three hours ago i'm over here slaving away hammering out some audio mastering on one of the episodes of the given right He's over there wow, slamming on his keyboard like a little woodpecker. What? <laughs> I was working on NDAs. <laughs> no, you weren't. Oh, you were working on lyrics. an email. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's what I'm trying to say. Oh, I'm tracking with you now. Well, I was working on NDAs, too. But I did get distracted. So I think I mentioned it last week. Last Friday, we've joked around about this fake live tour band, right? And the other joke we have within our company is how everything just continues to snowball. Right. And knock on wood so far, it's been all snowball in the right direction. And this is another prime example of it. We are completely joking around about this fake live tour band. But not really. Because it's fake, but not real, but is real. <laughs> and it's live, but it's not really. Well, so, it's gone to a whole new level. So it has went to snowballed into a completely new level. As of today, what, three hours ago? Yeah. A track was sent off after talking with a manager of a good buddy of ours who's been on the podcast. And this track is going in front of Big Machine Records possibly today. I was going to look. Who all is with Big Machine Records? Have you looked? There's no, some, there's some big hitters on there. My computer's actually in the middle of a restart. Hold on. Let me see if I can tell you. Because... Um, machine records. Here we go. About to pull up. Just, just so you know, fake live band tour is going to be fake live tour band. Fake live right tour band. I got it wrong. It's going to be in the mix with some of these people. Oh, I mean, definitely. Shoot, they might even open for us. I mean, on tour. Um, okay, so there's a there's a bunch. There's a Florida Georgia Line. Oh, <laughs> who are they? Um, Justin Moore. Um, Riley Green, Thomas Rhett, Cadillac Three, Sugarland, Tyler Rich, uh, Rascal Flats. I'd I'd probably let Rascal Flats open for the for the fake live tour. Yeah, band. yeah. I'd probably let, <laughs> I'd probably let them sing the first thirty minutes. <laughs> oh my gosh! So just the fact, Brett Young. So even the fact that we're having this conversation. Now let's keep it in perspective. <laughs> We're not trying to get a label, a label deal here. Let's get that out in the open just so everybody knows we're just having fun. But the realistic truth is there is a song going in front of them. And I told them, I said, be hard. We got thick skin over here. It's our line of work. We're used to it. 
Tell us it's terrible, but you're probably going to love it. That is hilarious. <laughs> so we're working on, we'll catch everybody up. What we're working on is, there's a phone call. We could bring old Chris Nalick into the conversation. Yeah. You have to pull him up close to your face today. You're not connected. I'll call him back. Okay. Um, he he missed his opportunity. He, he could have been on that's his our, first Tour 12 yeah, episode. Yeah, that's our Element Outdoors VP, and uh, he's awesome, by the he way. He is. He's a cool and, dude. And talking about snowballing, there's some stuff coming. Holy oh, smokes. I am so pumped about some stuff on that side of things that's coming. So we were on our conference call this morning, and we went. To, I was in a different room today because we weren't hooked up into the system, so we had to get away so there wasn't feedback. And, I mean, for like an hour, our executives were like talking about the things that were coming that we were going to be a part of. <laughs> and I was like, focus, serious, because there's so much. And Mark sends me a text, you, you're too serious. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> I was like, golly, I mean, what, what else do you expect? There's so much happening. There's so many moving parts. And that's why it's funny is because there's so many business moving parts right now that are legitimately serious um, opportunities. And in the midst of all of that, we have the Fake Live Tour <laughs> Band rising on. I mean, we're just climbing up the, the priority list. <laughs> <laughs> it oh, really is. We're going to have to get a manager. No, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know one. I know one. We'll see if he likes the idea here yeah. a little bit when, after he listens to this track. I guarantee you he's going to love it. Think so? I, w- I wish we could call him in on the podcast. <laughs> so we're taking y'all on our journey of life right now. Let me backtrack a little bit and explain what this track is that they're about to review. We have worked on a new song. I mean, you could call it a single if you want to. Um, it's kind of a joke. We say that jokingly. Don't get too serious. Um, but we're working on a track for the Resurgence concert at ATA this year, which was an incredible event last year. Craig Morgan, Morgan headlined it. It was incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we're working on um, a track specific to our, our company that will debut at that event <laughs> front <laughs> and center. I love it. And we just kind of thought it made more sense to have somebody legit singing it. And that's where we're at with it. So we'll see what happens. We'll keep you updated. Maybe next week we'll have an answer. We may be on the podcast next week and be like, dude, we got crushed. <laughs> These guys said, y'all have lost your mind. But I've got a backup plan if they do. What's your backup plan? I got two more tracks to send them. <laughs> 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 they will be sure to laugh at. So I've got a game plan. I'm anticipating either way. It's going to be good. That's that's good. And so so uh, you got your electric fences hooked up, right? <laughs> yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> these are the ones that Heath and I put together what, about a month and a half ago, something like that. Yeah, and I'm just now getting around yeah. powering them up. Well, you're powering them up because the deer are hammering your beans and oh, your yeah. power plant and all yeah. that stuff. So you got to do something. Yeah. So you, yeah, but part of one of these is on my garden <laughs> to keep the deer out of my my food. <laughs> your watermelon. I'm trying to survive, I'm a homesteader, Ooh. man. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> 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 so yeah so this week um we went out me and my wife went to the farm and which i'm out there probably three or four evenings a week working and she wanted to go with me and so i said okay cool and there's a lot of weed eating i need done and she's like oh look because she's she's a go-getter man she really is like she likes driving hot rods but she will get in there and she's not your prim and proper hot rod driver let's just say that 
she'll get out there and weed eat and do whatever she's got to do. So she's out there working. I'm hooking up and installing the rest of the system to these hot wires. And uh, we got, they're actually pretty sweet systems we got from Hoodman. And um, setting them up to keep our deer out of our garden and food plot. And so I had this thing hooked up, man. And I'm not no engineer or rocket scientist. And it shouldn't take a rocket scientist to hook this up. But obviously he's not because I couldn't get three wires to the right spot. So we're fixing to leave. <laughs> like I've done grabbed this wire 25 times. Like, <laughs> First of all, that's probably not a smart decision. Well, here's my theory. My theory was they can't be that bad. Like they're not going to put out something that's going to kill a stupid redneck that that you know is going to test it by touching it, which is what I did. So I've grabbed this thing, <clears throat> no kidding, 25, maybe 30 times off and on. So were you just grabbing it to see if it was hot or, I mean, what were you? Well, I mean, I eased into it. I just touched it a little bit. Let's like, you know, tap it real quick with your finger. Nothing. <laughs> and so by after five or ten times of that, I was grabbing it. And I was like, this thing is not working right. And I was having this clicking going on in my, my in the, bu- in the, the box, the, the box, the brain of it. And it was just flashing this little green light. And it was like, so I was like, maybe, I don't know. I never hooked one up, so I didn't know if that was right or not. So she comes over there, and I was like, look, this thing is not working right. What's your thoughts? She don't even hunt, by the way, or has never in her life dealt with a hot wire. Obviously, I'm a genius. <laughs> That's the way the story is going. And so she's like, well, it looks like to me that wire needs to go here and that wire needs to go there. And I was like, okay. So she did it while I was still getting the same clicking. So in, you didn't think anything had I was like, changed? Nothing changed. I was like, "That's what it's been doing the whole time, dude." I told her just to grab that thing. <laughs> she grabs this hot wire. What a man, dude! She, <laughs> hey, honey, she go grabs, stand in front of that. She grabs this wire, dude, and you know how when they bring somebody back to life with those those two shockers <laughs> they put on your chest, yeah. it hit her like a train, dude. She like about come out of her clothes because it hit her so hard. <laughs> <laughs> I about fell out because I didn't know if I was supposed to laugh if she died. If I was, I was crying either way because it was the funniest thing I'd ever seen. Dude, she was so mad at me. I bet she oh, was. You know, she's feisty anyway. Oh yeah. Oh, she let me have it. So then she's like, "You should touch that stupid thing." I'm like, "I ain't touching that thing." <laughs> <laughs> so then I felt bad. I was like, "All right, I got at least." see what it did so i because i really if she's she's female i'm like you're overreacting like that's what y'all do <laughs> y'all blowing this way out of proportion right i grabbed that thing dude my heart got a, a thrust like so hard i was like oh <laughs> it hurt for a few minutes so if uh, deer, that's funny if a deer touches that they may leave three counties <laughs> like i'm getting away from this farm <laughs> they probably should read the instructions there might be a way to turn the power down oh, I, I, I don't know I, I i did read them and they weren't real clear obviously <laughs> It was entertaining, to say the least. So, <laughs> I wish we had been there. Oh, man. If I'd have had it on film, I promise you it went viral. Oh, 100%. Because it hurt. Like, she was sore for probably 30, 40 minutes, like, all down her arm. So, was it kind of one of those things when it when it shocked you, you automatically let go? Yeah, yeah, or it kind of pulled you in? No, you, you, you have no choice but to try to just react and let go. Yeah. So, my, my theory was I've, we got shot collars for our dogs and training and all that. And I literally, I shock myself all the time with them just because I want to know what my dog's, what's too much, what's not enough, you know. And so I've I've been popped by my own collars pretty high intensity. And it's not good, but it ain't like you're freaking out. Yeah. And so that was my only, you know, 
thing I had to go off of. So you thought it was going to be like that? I thought that. it would be something like that, even on a high level. No. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I mean, it hits you, dude. Did it make a sound? It, well, I did. <laughs> Something's coming out both ends. It was <laughs> not really, but it was, dude. It was, it was awesome. I was kind of pumped. It's working now. So, did you test the second one out or just no, the first I hadn't one? Got it. I'm going to get it set up. I was going to do it yesterday evening. But well, when you test it out, let me come with the camera because I want. Okay, and I'm going to film you trying it. Heck no, I ain't stupid, dude. It was hilarious. Like I was, in, I literally probably should have slept on the couch that night. But I <laughs> well, did I'm tell sure. Her. I'm sure you reaching out and grabbing a hold of it after she did. Made her feel better. Oh yeah! If I wouldn't have done that, I'd still be in the doghouse. Yeah, she wanted me to feel the pain. I need to. I need to ask her about that. Like, well, I told her, her take on it. Was this is what's funny? As soon as we calmed down from me crying and laughing, and her nearly telling me every bad word she could. She thought it. <laughs> she didn't say it, but I know she was thinking it. She. Uh, I told her. I said, "Baby, this is some great podcast material." <laughs> She's like, "Oh my gosh." <laughs> So, um, anyway, I don't, I don't guess I did a good job of anticipating what I was going to experience. <laughs> That's hilarious. So I always tell my kids that you better be prepared for any situation that's ahead of you. Because <laughs> if you're not, you are going to, there's a good chance that you're going to react negatively to what's coming up. Yeah. And I'm guessing that's what happened to Man, you. Man, it was so, uh, it's, it's so weird because it was so good, but so bad and so funny. <laughs> So good, but so it bad. Was, it was live entertainment at its <laughs> finest, for sure. There was no fake to this one. So <laughs> That's funny, man. So, yeah, that just happened. Uh, record label is coming around, hopefully. There's a lot going on, man. I can't wait to share next week how this goes, because it could go. We don't know. Did, did he really tell you, like, we might know today? He said this will be looked over this evening. Oh, man. So, I'm sure we're going to get... He'll be he'll be texting or calling, one way or another. Well, if he don't call, we might he might just not know how to handle controversy. Well, <laughs> no, you know you don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or whatever. Yeah, yeah, which I, he don't he don't understand. I ain't even told him about the fake live tour yet. So <laughs> if he, well, maybe I should have told him that. So he doesn't feel so bad. He'd be like, "This has got to go." He might he might if you told him that he might have been even hard been harder for him to call you. Because well, he might have thought, dude, this guy's real serious. The challenge here is, is and this is what we're going to run into, I feel like. I do have some other plan Bs, too, besides more songs. we got some more country music guys we can reach out to if we need to. We got <laughs> One don't work, we're going to go to Sony <laughs> Records. <laughs> well, we're kind of there already. That's part of... That's, Big machine. Well, no, but they're, they all work together. Yeah. But this is what I, is challenging from what we're trying to pull off here, is you don't want to take what we're taking lightly and jokingly into somebody's real career and make it like we don't take what they do serious either. <laughs> I battle that a little bit. You know? uh, well, I, I'm just saying, <laughs> like, I'm guessing those guys that are going to be listening or the guys that you you sent this to, they probably are smart enough to know <laughs> that it's not on the same level <laughs> as what they're doing. Or is it? I mean, a few more songs and we'll have that mastering hey, down. <laughs> this, uh, it's headed somewhere. This is probably one of my new life goals is... To make it succeed? Well, so it, it ties into living your passion. We've said for years, we love music. We can't make a living doing music. But we might have found a niche. <laughs> a little, little loophole in the system. <laughs> I wonder if there's ever been anybody else in the world that said... 
dude, let's create a band that's fake but real. No, that's because we're innovative, Cody. That's what we do. <laughs> so I don't even know if I said all this last week, but like we're in some meetings last week, and some of these new tracks we've got coming out came out. We joked about the fake live performance, and it was. It was a fake live performance. People were laughing so hard. Um, Bill, our buddy from Realtree, he's the one that actually said, and he's heard it all. He said, you got to get this in the right hands. So that's what kind of what led to even thinking about doing something like this. And um, it, it is entertainment at its finest, that is for sure. Like, you cannot listen to some of the stuff we got coming out and not be – you're going to think one of two things. You're going to think probably these guys are pretty creative. Second thought or first thought, put them in whatever order you want. You're going to think we've lost our minds. I've already – we got we got an inner circle here that we send stuff out to. I've sent it out to several musicians. And old Aaron, Aaron Keller from Big and J, who's a phenomenal guitar player, he said – where do you come up with this mess from? That's what he said. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, man. It just happens when it when it hits you right, you know. And so, it's entertaining, and it's uh at the end of the day, man. My my goal in all this is one, we're gonna have fun, but you want to make people laugh, man. Mm-hmm. And we always joke about it. even if nobody else is laughing, we're we laughing. are we're rolling, man. <clears throat> like so, back to my one of my new life goals is in those meetings. Um, Mark, who is one of our close friends, he's the the president of all the Expedition Enterprises. He said, dude, these lyrics are legitimately good. Like, they really are. He said, but I ain't sure about this fake life tour band. He (laughs) said, I don't think you can get that one off the ground. So now, my one of my new life goals is to prove him wrong. And so, it's going to happen, Cody. It's going to be fun anyway. I already told him. I said, dude, you're already beat. He was like, what do you mean? I said, the fake live tour is alive and well. I said, look around this room right now. Everybody in there is in tears. They were laughing so hard. <laughs> Take it or leave it. I said, you're already, you're already lost. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? Oh, he just shook his head. He said, you are absolutely crazy. <laughs> so he, he always gets worried because I send him text every now and then. And I'll say, hey, I got an idea. <laughs> Does he say, does it have anything to do with music? No, but he'll say, you, he said, all you creative guys make me nervous when you send me texts like that. Because he has no idea what's coming. And sometimes we barely know what's coming. So, uh, a lot of fun anyway. So, yeah, that's cool. Where are we headed today, Cody? Man, we I think a good, um, we've been on some calls today, and I think a good, topic for us to maybe tackle or just talk through or give some people some ideas on is the difference well maybe anticipating what might come in any situation that you find in so that you can respond rather than react to what might happen right you know i think that might be a good topic to to really try to discuss so anticipate yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, think, yeah, that, I think that hits home with where we're at right now in our line of work. Anyway. Well, I think it hits home with anybody, wherever they're at, especially people who want to live their passion. Because, like, let's take, for example, um, we, and we've talked about Cleed before. He had to have an anticipation that what he wanted to do, leaving what he was doing to do what he wanted to do, he, he had to have a plan, yeah. you know. And you don't want to just respond. You don't want to react negatively when you didn't have a plan. You know, you want to be able to respond to the the things that might come up. So having anticipation and thinking through is a is a big deal. Yeah. So and and Cleet has done a phenomenal job of that, and he did have a plan before he made his big move Mm -hmm. from one career to a a career of living his passion. 
and and I think you nailed it on the front end of this. It's it's the difference in um, you know reacting and and planning ahead basically. Because mm-hmm. um, what when you have to react because you've you've not planned ahead, a lot of times you're going to fall into a un- bunch of unnecessary mistakes. Mm-hmm. Not always. You're still going to have to you know deal with stuff from time to time that you didn't anticipate that you just mm-hmm. didn't see coming but for the most part you've got to try to plan ahead so that you know how to to respond when the time comes yeah. um and so that's where we're at in our business right now that's what i meant by it kind of hits home with us because we're growing at such a rapid rate we know from our line of work we have to get ahead of the curve a little bit because when all this work hits we legitimately don't have the manpower mm-hmm. right now to pull it off. And so we've got to take into account of getting guys in that can be trained and at what are, depending on what level they come in, they may already know a lot, but they may mm-hmm. not know anything. And so that when this workload does hit and floods the gate, so to speak, we're prepared for it. Right. And it's challenging. Um, yeah, because you got to have a balance, you know, <clears throat> of just hiring people or just, you know, whatever. And, also trying to make money there's got to be a balance and all that you know so yeah. it's it's a challenge i think yeah for sure i think it just boils down to you know learning to anticipate rather than just react yeah and there are people probably who either are listening or have have heard a similar topic to this in another time in their life <clears throat> they would say that's just I can't say this word correctly, but nomenclature. Oh, yeah. You know, just, yeah. it's just a word. It's a, It means the same thing. Well, if you want to say respond and react mean the same thing, that's fine. But in our kind of what we're trying to say is if you oftentimes when you react, you haven't thought through what the possibility could be before you ever got there. Yeah. Right. And so when you in, in the way we're discussing this, when you react, um, you're not you haven't played out the scenario. You haven't put yourself in the best, the best, um, <clears throat> I don't know the word, the best position. Of, but yeah, look at you position, position. You hadn't put yourself in the best position to make the, the right, you know, decision in that moment. However, if you have thought about it, you've anticipated what could, what couldn't happen, good, bad, ugly. You say this all the time. I, I like to think through every possible situation. I, the, I like to think negatively. I like to think of the positives. I like think all of it, and that is setting us up to respond yeah. whenever things come. You yeah, know? it comes down to we just did it right before this phone call with a potential new partner, and we're weighing out all the pros, all the cons. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, we have to look at the the – the potential goal we're trying to get to and and look at the pros and cons and say, do these pros far outweigh the cons? Mm-hmm. Cause if you're looking at the, this picture we're painting here and the cons outweigh the pros, then it's a good probably chance. Not, we, yeah. Yeah. We probably just need to move on to something different right. and, and not go that route. We just went through that like yeah. today and we do it every day with, mm-hmm. with clients or whatever. And so that's part of anticipation. I think is weighing all the pros and cons out, lining them up side by side and saying, does this make sense according to what I'm, at least what I can see. We may not see it all, but we know we have the, the biggest picture we can possibly paint in front of us. Right. So, um, I, I will say from from we've learned from mistakes because I haven't always done it perfect and still don't do it perfect probably. But um, it's it's easier to do that. I will say once you do have somewhat of a team established, and you can have a team. And when I say team, I don't necessarily mean a full time paid staff team. You can surround yourself with the right people. We're doing it right now, even outside of business. As joking as this music thing we're talking about is, and we're having a great time with it and having fun, we're still surrounding ourselves with a circle of influence 
that is outside of our paid staff. Mm-hmm. And we, and we do have some staff involved too, but I just want to throw that out there because you can still have um, people to bounce stuff off of. We call it our inner circle of people, so to speak. Right. It's basically the people that we know and trust and that are not just yes people. Mm-hmm. Meaning if we want to throw something out there and they think this is a horrible idea, they'll be honest with us. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with having no, people like that in your life. Some am, people, some people don't want that. No, I invite it, but I, I want that in my life. Because I see the benefit of it is, is <clears throat> if, if you've got the right people you're surrounded with, they're not they're not in this because they've got anything attached to it or it's not benefit for them. They're just trying to help you make a smart decision. And so it goes back. It's similar to the pros and cons picture I just painted is if you've got a circle of influence just for round numbers sake, let's say we've got 10 people. Let's go back to the music for a minute. We've got 10 people, which realistically we probably have sent this a few of these tracks to close to 10 people. And Lord, Lord help us all, and hope they ain't send it out to a ton of people. <laughs> but if if we start weighing out the pros and cons, and and nine of these people say, "Man, this is incredible," mm-hmm. and one of them says, "I don't know about that," you know what? We're probably still gonna move forward with right. it. But if six of them say, "I don't know, Heath," This might be a little far fetched. Yeah. Then we're probably gonna yeah. walk away from it. Yeah. You know? Either so, that or reconsider how yeah. it's it's done. Yeah. And so I think you have to do that. That's part of anticipation and moving forward in life and business with family or whatever. Is I just want to throw that out there because I think as far as the staff, it's easy to, to say, Well, you've got a staff, you guys have a huge team now, there's twenty something people, y'all can mm-hmm. bounce stuff off of. But we've we've found ways to still do that with with a network of people we trust and believe that know what we do right that's not paid staff too that really do want to try to help and so part of anticipation and learning to to plan ahead and not have to always be you know on the reaction side of things is it comes back to surrounding yourself with people that you can trust i Mm -hmm. think at least that's been my experience Mm -hmm. that's good and so i've been on the other side of it i would say too and and probably failed more times than i'd like to admit to of just thinking you got a great idea and run with it don't bounce it off anybody mm-hmm. next thing you know you're sitting there spinning your thumbs you know yeah. you're like the pinwheel on our on our mac <laughs> oh sometime. man i've been seeing the pinwheel on my macintosh a lot <laughs> <laughs> you might be overloading it Cody. just throwing that out there <laughs> i probably i might be i don't know yeah <laughs> You are. In fact, right now I'm running Mac Keeper. <laughs> <laughs> I can promise you, you're overloading that MacBook. <clears throat> yeah, this MacBook. So you you said this a lot. You know, um, I'm trying to think about the the terms you've used in the past, but you've you've mentioned situational awareness. Yeah, I'll give you a good example. I was just thinking of, um, a, in the difference of responding and reacting. So. And it's it's because of the awareness that I have of life. You know, this is more of a life application more than a business application, but the principle applies. So I have five children, and I'm fully aware that my children make decisions that are not appropriate. Right. Right. And so um, going into fatherhood, <laughs> I just knew there were going to be moments that my kids were going to do something that I didn't approve of or was not beneficial for them and there was going to be a moment for me to either react or respond in a moment of reaction. I might take away everything they own and make them (laughs) stay in their bedroom. You you know what I mean? A moment, you you know how it is reaction often, oftentimes what I've seen business life through leadership reaction oftentimes equals a response or not response reaction often equals um, negative short, things that you don't necessarily mean but they come out that way yeah. or um 
they it often reaction oftentimes gives you makes you have to go back and clean the mess up. Yeah. Right. Response on the other hand doesn't. So I went in one time to my house. <clears throat> one of my kids had done something that they knew I didn't approve of. They knew wasn't right for them. That you know like there it was a whole like they just knew. Right. And um and I already knew this might happen. You yeah. know. And so whenever I went to my child said hey i need to talk <laughs> they knew you know what yeah. was about to come and it was funny because my child expected a reaction right right like it's funny because whenever i sit down across from them i put my hand on their shoulder <laughs> and they're <going laughs> about to hyperventilate right yeah and what came out of my mouth was response right you know i knew it's okay that this yeah. was potential to happen and it's okay that you made a mistake, but we have to learn from the mistake. Yeah. So, you know, it was a very different outcome because I had a pre-planned response and a, you know, I'd thought that through before that. Yeah. Does that make sense? Oh, and so, awesome. So I think that, of course, that's a life application, but really it applies to every area. And that comes from the awareness of the reality is my kids are not going to be angels. Yeah. They're growing. They're making their own decisions. And I welcome that. You know, but I also want to teach them through that, you know, and so I have to be aware that there's going to be those things that come up. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, for sure. That's, that's awesome. Like you're basically knowing how you're going to respond before it happens. Mm -hmm. And we can obviously apply that in, in work as well. Like we know we're going to get some phone calls or some emails from time to time that is not going to line up with what we, we think or believe or whatever. And if we know how we're going to respond to that prior to, I already know, like I know I'm not going to react the same day is something I get really, really frustrating news with because I know I need to let my blood pressure come down. Yeah. And it, and it happens every single time we joke about type the email, don't hit send. Yeah. I don't even type the email no more because I'm afraid I'll bump the send. <laughs> yeah. So, but I think that's, I think that's wisdom because every single time I've come back the next day, I handle it totally different right. than what even, and I've even had that, you know, even in marriage and, and raising kids, like you were saying, mm -hmm. of making myself hold off yeah to make sure that my response is is handled the right way yeah well i think there's some there's really a lot of value in just what what you just said about wait take take some time take a breath you know process it like if if you do that then a lot of times what you can do is you can see it from somebody else's perspective yeah so whenever it's you do respond it's not just yeah you know yeah. blown up there's no doubt man we've we all make mistakes i know i'm at the top of the list um I saw a good quote here not long ago that it said most leaders could learn from their mistakes if they weren't so busy denying them. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, man, that's so true, you know, because I think it's easy to fall into that trap of denying that you ever mess up or, and most of us say we, we're, we all agree, like we know we mess up, but a lot of people fail to really openly say that mm -hmm. because rather they're, they're insecure about things or whatever which is usually what you can backtrack it to. Mm -hmm. And so I think you find when you get around confident people, they're okay with saying they mess up, you know, yeah. we're willing to learn from our mistakes. Um, I'll, I mean, for most of us, we wouldn't be where we're at today if we didn't learn from our mistakes and fail first. Right. You know, we, we see the books out there, fail forward and all those different things that go along those lines. There's a lot of truth in it. And so I think that's all we're saying is if we can, if we can become better at anticipating what's to come, then we can, then we can respond rather mm -hmm. than react. It's basically the difference in being proactive and reactive. Yeah. I'll give you another good example of responding. Um, 
Fake live band. Fake, fake. Fake, you don't even know our band name. Come on, I man. I keep getting to make it. I'm saying it too fast. The fake live tour band. <laughs> Say it too fast. The fake live tour band. I was told we were making our first music video. And what we do? We bought the best strap. <laughs> for our band. Because <laughs> he forgot us. I didn't even know where my strap was. <laughs> oh, speaking of the band. Hey, I know we're on this band thing, but it's hot and heavy on our, on our to-do list here lately. So, I think I said this on a podcast a while back, but... We always joke because me and you and Matt all come from oh, yeah. somewhat musical backgrounds. Sure. And I mentioned not knowing about the rest of our team with Curtis and, and Tyler. And so this week, when I, or last week when I was in Iowa, I was with Curtis, and he started listening to some of the jams. And he was, I mean, he was getting into it, like smiling, loving life. And I was like, dude, I've never really asked her, do you play? And dude, he plays like three instruments. I was like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Then I found out Tyler plays guitar and sings a little bit. I was like, oh, my, it is meant to be. <laughs> I knew we were all supposed to work together. So, I like it. So Curtis was like, we really are going to have a band. I was like, hold on, dude. You got to remember, it's fake. It's not real. <laughs> Once you get that through your head that it's a fake. But, you know, it's so funny. is I, People can't comprehend this idea. Oh, I've yeah. watched their minds try to twist and wrap around this idea. Like, I mean, the rest of the night after I explained this vision I have for this fake band, <laughs> they said, so it's real, but it's not. I said, correct. It's fake, but it's live, correct? <laughs> like, but, but it's not real. But it ain't real, but it is. That's like, and so I, I told Bill from our, our buddy that's been a real tree forever. I said, think about this, Bill. Just think about this for a minute. And again, he's been, he's seen every, he's connected to some big dogs, even in the music side of things. I said, how often do you see something innovative come into something like the music industry? Like it's almost impossible to do something that's not been done. Mm -hmm. And I, so I asked him, I said, has this been done? <laughs> he said, Heath, I don't know if it has or not. And of course, Mark's in the background. Yeah, there's a reason. <laughs> I said, like, hold on, big Mark. we got a game plan for this. So we're anticipating Cody what's to come. So we already know our response even if we get shot down from Big Machine Records, we already know our response. Send them another one. <laughs> <laughs> or we'll find a different artist. <laughs> we got them lined up like a baseball team. <laughs> we'll go to the bullpen if we have to. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, man. <clears throat> so what are some of the things we got coming up outside of the band? So you mean like on a, on a real, not fake level? Yeah, like we just got, I mean... Uh, next week. Yeah, so next Strutton week. Buck starts airing. Oh, yeah. Forgot right. about that little jewel. Next week, The Given Right starts airing. Yep, everything. Well, all the shows. Last of a Breed starts yeah, airing. There's like, what, five shows start yeah. airing? Just Killing Time. American Way. Amer yeah. Um, I don't even know what else. So then on the other side of business, and on the marketing side. Let's pause there and say just because they start airing doesn't mean the project's done. <laughs> Oh, no. Every one of those still have episodes to be produced. Oh, yeah. So, so basically every show is 13 episodes. Yeah. Airing third and fourth quarter. So it's an ongoing process for several months. Yeah. And then we just brought on uh, our newest client as of, was it this week? This week. Um, Evolution Outdoor, which is uh, has a lot of cool packs and mm -hmm. all stuff on gun cases and fishing side of things. they got lines on the tactical side, um, guns and all that kind of junk, and they have a whole fishing line. We'll be with them next week in Texas. Might even get them on a podcast. I don't know. Can't promise that, but we'll see. So we got that going on. We're getting ready to go back to our buddies at Run and Gun Adventures, yeah. which that's going to be a fun trip. Yeah, that's going to be – I mean, there's a lot of content to be developed. I just sent an email to 
start making a game plan so right. that we can be prepared. Because I, I have a feeling the moment we set foot on the property, it's going to be get it you done. You know what else there's a lot to do of there? Catch a lot of fish. I know. So we're also are going to be catching fish. While yeah, we're yeah. And, and they're catching some big ones down they're there. They're hammering them right yeah. now. Yeah, you can get on. If you get on Instagram, you can look at Running Gun Adventures, and they're hammering them right Yeah. Now. So we're fixing to be down right in the middle of that. I know. Then we come back from there. Then we head to Nashville to go to our, our good buddies that do all outdoors, which that's going to be an entertaining few mm-hmm. days. Those guys are funny. Anytime you're with that crew, yeah, it's like just buckle up and hold on because we don't really know where it's going. Oh, I don't. I mean, I've talked to uh, Steve quite a bit, and I'm guessing all of them are like this, but they're the kind of guys that are living their passion. Oh yeah, you know, like they're. <clears throat> They're doing it in their career, but like Steve, every night he's working on a boat, like redoing a boat oh, or yeah. a truck. He got a sweet van. Yeah, he does <laughs> some music too. He's everybody's part of the band. <laughs> <laughs> Send us your tracks. <laughs> That's hilarious. The biggest band in the world. <laughs> yeah, the biggest fake band ever. <laughs> so That's, a lot of good stuff going on. That's just what's coming up in the next few weeks. Yeah, and so uh, something else I'm pumped about. Next week, if if everything Ooh, goes yeah. as planned, my good friend Brandon Motley will be on the podcast with us. Who is a game Arkansas Game and Fish Commission, Arkansas Game Warden. Okay, so let let me ask a question, and you can say no on this podcast, so we don't have to do it on the next one. <laughs> okay, what's your question? Can we release one track? <laughs> Maybe to Bra- <laughs> I didn't. I didn't give you that option. Oh, that wasn't. A- <laughs> it was a yes or no. Okay, I'll let you do maybe. I think we can. We're going to have to fill him out because one of them, this one track, I know what you're referring to. Yeah, it is. Um, he's going to find it very interesting. <laughs> but I, I do. I, I do. I'm excited to have him in. Me and Brandon go way back to the point of like Brandon used to film with us back in the day. Oh, really? Strutting bucks, and so. I've kind of watched him grow and get into his career, and uh, he was an officer for a while, and now he's a game warden, living his passion, loving loving life. He said everybody hates him, though, and I'm like, well, I can imagine. <laughs> um, so I'm excited about that podcast because yeah. I got a lot of questions for him. Yeah. One. Like the, one of the first questions I'm going to ask him is when we get to Nashville on our do-all shoot, do you think it's legal to shoot skeet off the boat? <laughs> we're going we're gonna to see if he has an answer for that. Uh, he won't know the Nashville, probably Tennessee laws. But, but he could give us Arkansas laws, and if he says go for it, Lake Darden Air. Let's make up questions. Matter of fact, if you're listening to this podcast and you have questions great. for yeah. the game warden, send us some questions. Either DM us or feedback at tour12.com that you would like to ask a game warden. Yeah, that's that's a great idea because I'm sure people have oh, questions yeah. that they'd want to know. I've got questions. <laughs> yeah. Even if we don't get any in, I'm going to have a whole bullet point list yeah. of this, 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 and this. I've already asked him. I'm like, dude, when y'all when y'all brought this this no baiting into Arkansas, man, we got clients. That's what we do: is shoot content for that. I was like, is there not like some kind of a special permit I can get? Yeah. He's like, I don't think so, bud. You have to go higher up than me. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, well, scratch that idea. <laughs> so anyway, I'm really looking forward to that. Brandon's been a good friend of mine for a long time. Um, he's an incredible human. I mean, he just really is a dude of integrity. Um, and and he's he's not on a power trip with his job either. Like, yeah. Like sometimes we see that happen. He's just a good all-around guy. Got a great family, and he's loving life. So I'm pumped about that podcast. Yeah, he's supposed to be here next Wednesday, and we'll record and get it out next week. Hopefully, if everything goes as planned. So a lot of good stuff coming up. Um, I'm anticipating Cody, the future being bright. <laughs> I agree. It's going to be good. <clears throat> I like it. Well, you got any weekend plans? Um, 
probably going to remodel. <laughs> I'm fixing to write a song about you. Oh, God. Remodeling. Dude, when I'm done with this one, I think I'm done for a while. Unless I'm making a lot of money doing it. <laughs> you ain't going to make no money. Well, you will when you resell your house. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I know we'll do, we'll do that, but I'm not going to work all day and then work all night. There's you some lyrics. <laughs> Look at you. Uh-huh. We got to co-write one. So. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. We already did. We did. How about Ken, Ken Lee's little song? Oh, yeah, the one we played for him. That, <laughs> no, was that, like, was, that wasn't like a real song. That was, was like a poem. Like though. a jingle. Don't call it a poem. <laughs> call <laughs> it a jingle. It don't sound real manly, does now, it? I wrote a poem. <laughs> hey, I don't care. I'm secure, man. I don't care what people think. <laughs> we need to write something to that. Go for it. Well, I don't mean right now. No. I'm not like one of them freestylers. I mean, I, we can come up with stuff pretty quick. Yeah. I don't know how good I'd be. Now, I grew up with some boys. Yeah. I, I played football. I had a bunch of brother friends, man. They would come over. Blew my mind. Yeah. How fast they could freestyle and come up with stuff. Yeah. My but, son, Jaden, can do that. And sometimes I'm like, dude, that rhymed? And it made sense. <laughs> yeah. yeah <laughs> you know, one some thing people are like, car. Bar, <laughs> you know, like they just <laughs> bar, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, that, that doesn't even sound right. <laughs> but he he does it. It's like it's like a real story. <laughs> I love music, man. I wish I wish I had time to be good at it. We don't. I don't know that ever could be. But it, I think it goes back. We joke about the creative process and just creating anything. I get a lot of satisfaction out of. But taking some lyrics and telling a story. And then adding what we're trying to do on the comedy side of things, specific to our industry. I'm letting y'all in a little bit too far, probably. But it's a lot of fun, man. And I will say, some of the stuff we're working on is probably only going to make sense to people in the industry. But we've had some buffers. We've had several people outside of our industry listen to some of the tracks. And they're having a good time with it. So if they're having a good time with it, our industry people will have even more of a good time with it. So. Mm-hmm. It's going to be fun, Cody, the producer, man. I like it. You better get your um, your mastering skills um, above what they already are, which they are good. But, <laughs> I got too but, much, but, so much to learn. Yeah, but we're going to a whole new level, and we can't afford Nashville Studios. Well, we're going to have to get a computer that doesn't have the little spinny wheel. Because <laughs> 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 I can't master audio and do television shows and website it ain't working oh you can do it you're like such a multitasker <laughs> no i mean i i can do it my computer can't oh, do it computer can't keep up we'll get you another one <laughs> i let be in a little bit on what's going on behind the scenes with the fake live tour band how did he feel about that he said oh lord <laughs> <laughs> he said right on man that's what if it works let's do it so I wonder if we could get B to sing like a, I mean, it'd be like a Waylon Jennings song or something. Like, he's, he's, Does B sing? No, no, but that's why it'd be good. He won't do it unless we can somehow like show him the benefit of it, which would be humor. <laughs> that can be behind the season. We can put that on one of the behind oh, the seasons. Oh, man. Good stuff. I like it. So don't forget... Uh, to send in your questions for next week's podcast. Yeah. That'll be very helpful. If you would like questions answered from a game warden, we'll take those questions and break them down with as many as realistically we have time with. We'll yeah. probably have an hour or so. I'm just guessing. Uh, yeah. And throw those out. That'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. So, And That's then cool. we might let him in on a rough cut. I hope so. One of the tracks. Maybe we can just play like the chorus. <laughs> just one part of it at least. I like it. 
All right. Then. I think we could do it. Well, then this weekend I'm going to add some vocals. and. Are you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's going to be Yesterday good. Yesterday I was sitting at my desk at the house. My wife, so in the remodel process, we're building an office because my stuff's all over the house and it drives her nuts. Right. Like she just, you need somewhere to put that. And if I don't put it somewhere, she puts it in a clothes basket in the closet and it makes me not make me mad, but I'm like, that's not a good place for that. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Heath is over here with his special beard comb, <laughs> brushing his beard. So I found out about a new brand. This is not a marketing. <laughs> oh, let me finish my story before okay. we talk about okay. your beard brand, Go okay? Ahead. So she put me this little office yeah. in our bedroom. Yeah, that's your beard. <laughs> Go ahead. So I got this little office in the in the or desk in my bedroom, you know, where I can work and put some stuff. It's very, very nice. So I've been getting up in the morning before I have to come over here for conference calls or whatever, and... Um, working there at the house and if I go home that's where I work so anyway um, I was sitting there and she had gone to a doctor's appointment and I was like man I'm about to go get the personas and a microphone and uh, I'm going to record some uh, vocals to go along with Heath's vocals on this who said one. that? I did oh you did? And I was on the verge of it and then I was like no nah, I got to stay focused on this because <laughs> it's got to be done <laughs> you should have done it man like your whole family's time does anybody else besides your wife and daughter sing? Um, my son Jaden, he sing? He is an incredible singer, but he does not like to do it. Really? Mm-mm. No, he doesn't. That wanna... makes sense because your your wife and daughter are phenomenal. Yeah, he can he can well. Now, Jet can sing. Jack, uh, how old's Jet? I don't I don't know. You don't know how old he is. <laughs> I got five. <laughs> I was gonna say eleven, but I know he ain't eleven. I, I should I set you up because I'm. Yeah, if you yeah. asked me, my daughter. I'd yeah, been, how, oh, how old's Riley? She's twelve. <laughs> but I had time to think about it. <laughs> but yeah. I, I have been caught and yeah. not, not answered. Jet, right. Jet's twelve, and he can sing really well. And then Jack, he probably at this point he's the most athletic, but he don't sing really. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. When he starts singing, I'm like, oh gosh. <laughs> That's <laughs> don't, funny. Don't, don't do it. Yeah, you're you're a. Uh... Especially your daughter, man. She's really good. Yeah. I've got to hear her several times for national anthems. And yeah. And she stuff. she sang that last year at it's a couple awesome. ball games. And I was like, God, I was filming her. Yeah. And I was like, that's my daughter. She kind of made me mad. I gave her microphones. Yeah. Like I planted microphones on their her and her friends that sang it, the right. three the three girls. And they didn't turn them on. I remember that. Oh, so Yeah, mad. I was in the crowd. <laughs> they still did. They killed it. That's some some. Oh no, they didn't. One of them didn't turn the real microphone on that came through the speaker. But I had microphones on there. Oh, for the camera. For the camera. I got you. <laughs> and they didn't turn them on. That's funny. All right, so back to your beard comb. I'm sitting over here, and I'm working. I look up and I see this thing that looks like a wood handled pocket knife. And I'm like, dude, that's sweet. What what kind of pocket knife is that? <laughs> is that he? And he said, hey, ain't no pocket knife. I flipped it open and it's a beard comb. <laughs> So my son, for Father's Day, and this is not a marketing, we're not sponsored by these people, but I didn't even know it existed. It's called No Shave Life. It's a brand. So I have a No Shave Life hat, and I have a new No Shave Life flip comb that operates similar to a flip knife. And so it comes in pretty handy when you're hairy as I am. So So anyway, well, we need to wrap this thing up, Cody, the producer, man. We got stuff to do. It is almost the weekend for us. I don't know when you're listening to this, but whenever you're listening to it, we hope you have a great weekend or rest of your week. And we will see you next week right here on the Tour 12 Podcast. Peace out. God bless.